Ready. Easy, easy consumption. It's about to be consumed right now. BRB. Yeah, there you go. It's all good. Yeah. Good people, my name is 4KJ. This yeah. is the For the Stress podcast. How are you, good folks, doing? I am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, aka El Capitan, aka El Cap, aka Caps Lock, aka the Backwood Ninja, aka Texas Frankie, aka Fuck, damn, I forgot, aka Two Sauce to be the boss, aka Um, I had another one, I forgot it. You said Texas Frankie. I said I did say oh, Texas right. Frankie. Okay, okay. I, I'm just we gonna keep it short this week because I can't remember the other ones. How are you, beloved? Excelente. Excellent. vivo. Oh, okay. All right. Good man. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Church announcements. Follow showing everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash. 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tcon on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the Dojo on IG at the Dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a motherfucker friend, and all that good shit like that. There now. I'm so, yeah, yeah, I was talking with Frankie before we start. I'm surprised he's not watching the verses. Because right now, well, by the time you're hearing this, the verses will have been um, Ghostface, Killer, and Raekwon, two of the legendary members of the Wu Tang crew. Wu Tang Clan. Tag team duo. Wu Tang Clan. Only built for Cuban Links, Volume 1 and 2. There you go. Supreme Clientele. There you go. Iron Man. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? Frankie, Bulletproof wallets. Frankie's a very big Wu Tang fan, so I'm, I'm actually surprised he's. Did I mention Supreme clientele? You did. You did. I, well, it was worth one more time. All right. All right. All right. It's a, it's a double <laughs> banger. That one. You'll play that one twice. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm surprised Frankie wasn't watching the um, verses, but for conversational sakes, who you think won the verses? Between them two. Mm-hmm. Don't put me in this position. You got to. We here now. I think that it'll be like an Erica Badu and Jill Scott type of situation. They both rock and they both killed it. I don't think one gonna outshine the other. They probably could be there both to the blue in the face playing tracks that both of them are on. Probably. <laughs> you know, probably. Like, it's probably all love and, and less about flat like, because they both got same style production, except that Raekwon a little more like Pusha T. Yeah. You know, yeah. and more. Now, I'm not saying that um, by no means that. Ghostface ain't street, mm -hmm. but Ghostface don't only rap about street shit. Raekwon's more about street shit and knowledge yourself. Yeah. Raekwon's more about painting a picture. He's like a slick Rick. You yeah. know, Ghost, painting a Ghostface is a lot. I would say Ghostface is a lot more vulnerable than Raekwon. Because he's, he's busier. He's busier by the, just by comparison. His catalog 
definitely uh yeah because if you if you're familiar with ghostface killer and his music you can it's certain songs that's like wild vulnerable that i don't really hear from raekwon right. like um all that i got is you right um what am i forgetting the point is ghostface is, is that's kind of where they differ but when they're on tracks together it's like mm. pure magic I, I damn near think on Raekwon's first album, I think Ghostface is almost on every song. Mm. Ghostface and Raekwon, you know, they got like two albums. They got, honestly, only both for Cuban Links had damn near yeah, Raekwon and the same, on every joint. And the same thing with Iron Man. Iron Man right. had Raekwon on damn near every single song. Right. You so, know, Capadonna sprinkled here and there, yeah. one or two tracks. Capadonna. Met the wild. man here and there. Nah, but it's, but, but, um, they're always consistent on each other's tracks. Right, right. Especially like early in their career, right. like you couldn't hear one without the other. Right. Like, like a, like a, why am I blanking? Like a red man and a yeah. man. He jump on that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So shout out, shout out to Legend, man. Shout out to God's, you know, uh, knowledge yourself and all that type of shit. Shout out to all my God bodies, all my five percenters and all that type of shit. Mm. Have I ever told you the story about someone trying to convert me to um five percent nation? No, fam. I was I had to be like nineteen or twenty, mm. and you know, just running around in the street, you come across different characters. Mm. Like I've had people trying to <laughs> try to put me in gangs. I've had people mm. try to convert me to Islam, mm-hmm. but there's um I'm not gonna say his name, but the dude that I ran across like he was very um very sturdy in his 5% knowledge like it was always peace shit. It was yeah. peace God what's the mathematics right, right. what's the, the mathematics math, God and I was always be looking like what's up bro peace 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 and he would always like break down things to me on a very cause you know for those who aren't familiar the 5% um 5% nation uh, or also known as God Body, they are they're a predominantly black group, but you know, of course, they incorporate members of other races. But they're, they're very adamant about like knowledge itself, acknowledge yourself as 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 a supreme being, mm-hmm. as a as a supreme entity, sovereign, you know, ownership of yourself and things like that. And I will a lot of that started in jail. But you know, it's sprinkled out into the streets because you know, dudes like a lot of gangs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because there'd be a lot of like gangs be very active in jail because mm-hmm. that's maybe the top dog in there, right? And he running shit, da da da. But end of the day, like if uh, if it's like Bloods versus Crips versus Latin Kings versus Nieta, all of this, where are the people that are just trying to do better and find God and preach? You right. know, there's like no in between. But the five percent is where that right. in between where people respected them mm-hmm. and left them alone because they they know they weren't associating themselves with the gang banging shit right but those they were also a bunch of like tough niggas for real yeah for real. no no yeah you ain't fucking with them they protect their own the same oh way. yeah absolutely and they they were they were usually reformed street dudes who like like frankie was saying like who didn't want to choose a gang banging path and decided mm-hmm. to you know do inner work and things right. like that so shout out to the old five percenters man but right. yeah i i i I was I was hesitant about fully like committing to that because like when I was younger I was just like I don't know I didn't really want to commit to anything 
like I said, I had a, a lot of different paths I could have went down, mm. but I was just always like, I'm just cool by myself. Mm. I respect all of y'all. I got mm. respect from a bunch of different people, but I was just like, I don't really need that. Right. I took the lessons though, because the lessons were very um, enlightening, mm. you know, because it makes you like, it's like it, it, it would be equivalent to what people are doing now with like spiritual work with you know understanding who they are on a on a um on an inner level you know what's, what's the phrase i'm hearing now shadow work mm-hmm. where you're delving into your darker natures and things like that and trying to understand what your triggers are why you are the way mm-hmm. you are shit like that mm-hmm. so that would be the five percenters would be kind of equivalent to that now with just a little more roughness behind it so but you gotta yeah. understand both sides you know it's just how it is like you know there's uh you do light work and the 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 harder that light shine the bigger the shadows get so you got to have knowledge of both to know how to handle both because right. that's it as life is about balance so you know most people who like get into like what's known as witchcraft or like anything like the supernatural mm-hmm. voodoo anything like that most of them could be doing it from kind of just a defense standpoint, mm-hmm. defense mechanism standpoint. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that my home protected, that nobody's sending no bullshit my way. Facts. That's it. So protection, protection, everything, defense. Mm-hmm. Whereas like shadow work uh, could be seen as offense, offensive, sending, doing spells on someone. Right. Right. Taking hair follicles and incorporating it into dolls and shit like. like yeah, we're not, I'm not. I'm not advocating for all that. That's a little wild. Yeah, just, it just, just yeah. you don't gotta believe in it. <laughs> no, but you it happens. Believe in it, but it see, there's a there's a way out of everything, and, and like the best trick the devil ever pulled is to prove to you he didn't exist. So Ooh. you cannot believe in it. All that it is is it can make you vulnerable to it if you don't know about it. Cause anybody could be like, nah, fuck, I don't believe in vampires. Then a motherfucking vampire outside your window, you're gonna be on the internet looking asap. Yeah, I what think, to do? I think I think you know all of those lessons are becoming more prevalent for me now because so many people are leaning that way like so many people are adamant about you know being light workers mm-hmm. or being you know um understanding your shadow side and things right. like that and then when i look at it i'm like yo fam this is the shit that the five percenters be talking about for years now it's the same it's different it's different language but it's the same thing at the end of the day mm-hmm. so I, th- I think we're um I think it's just interesting that we're in a place now where that is the damn near the number one topic of conversation. Like everyone is very adamant about, you know, what's your shadow side? What's your rising? What's your, pardon me, what, what's your seventh house in or some shit like that? Like, you know, you, you, you're all, you're into all that type of shit. So I think it's, it's, it's interesting that things have kind of come, I guess we'll say full circle. Yeah, I mean, all as far as we know about religion and everything, everything kind of goes with the stars at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rising of Christ is mm-hmm. just kind of like a metaphor for saying the sun is risen again. Right. It, and it's literally like all the Bible is and the Torah and the Quran is just really like deep parables. Mm-hmm. So like you can understand what God's intention is on the world mm-hmm. through these stories. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not meant to be taken like literally, but however, though, a lot of the things that we go through in life, we might find the version of it in the Bible somehow, some right, way. Right. And it'll give you a idea of a course of action that is justified as morally good. 
and not uh you know the other way you know feeding the, the body I, I think we're all that's like i think we're all looking for the same thing in different forms I think, i've been saying that for years like all religions you know they really deep down these archdioceses and they mm -hmm. all know like everybody's right Right. It's just this is our version though, right? And our version is still making money and mm -hmm. it's still relevant in today's politics. So mm -hmm. we can't stop. We gotta convert everybody. Right, know? right. And, and it's like, it's funny because, you know, I agree with you. Like everyone is right. Mm -hmm. I do agree with you. But it's like, everyone is right, but everyone is still trying to get more people on their team. Of course. So it's it like, is like sports. Yeah, it's like sports. Mm -hmm. It's like okay, you. You, you could be a Christian, you could be um, a Muslim, you could be a spiritual person or a five or five percenter, but all of y'all ideology kind of is similar. So it's like y'all all want the same thing. Y'all at the end of the day. So why are we fighting? Right. Thank you. That's what I was getting to. That's what I was getting because, to. Because, again, religion is more about numbers. And, and you know they also ask like not only do they ask like race and ethnicity and all of these things but they also ask what your religion is because they want th that in their census how many people are on what side and aside right. from political alignment religious alignment tells them a lot about you you know because there's rules to it right but it's like again, oh he's a Jehovah's Witness so we can't ask him such and such and such we know we already know offhand fam okay pause for the cause so I learned something about a particular religion this this <laughs> This week, right? Uh -huh. Shout out to the Mormons, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> now we know Mormons are different. Let's just believe relentless. It They're different, right? Yeah, they could be relentless. They'll be out there on the block. So the projects like, do you want to hear the story of uh, the, the, the the Church of Christ or some right. shit like that? So I learned that, you know, in a Mormon religion, sex is damn near forbidden unless you're married, right? They repress a lot of sexual um urges from young don't let me have the time of day to <laughs> bump into one of these mormons I'm, I'm like i'm taking you to the boom boom room and we're gonna see whether you still want to follow mormonism but but so so they repress a lot of these things from young right shout out to tiktok because i learned all of this on tiktok so i i don't know how but i stumbled across the tiktok where a woman was explaining a concept called soaking uh-huh so soaking is the act of if two <laughs> I'm listening. Soaking is the act if, you know, if a man and a woman are like if they have urges, right? If they are, you know, human desires and what Do we need to explain any okay. I mean, I just like to for clarification purposes, right, I like right. to be as as clear as possible, okay. right? Okay. No, good. So transparency. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I was looking for. Thank okay. you. Transparency. For transparency purposes. You know, they, like I was saying, they repress all these sexual urges in, in young Mormons, and then they get old, older, puberty hits, your hormones, hormones are raging out of control. So because sex is forbidden, they do this act called soaking. What is soaking? Soaking is the act of a man putting his penis inside of a woman and not moving. He just sits there. And somehow that's so... Let's soak. Hence the name soaking. Gotcha. So they do this as a way to alleviate some of those sexual urges. Right. <laughs> and somehow that's okay in a Mormon religion. Well, wait. 
you said something very funny there. Mm. You said alleviate sexual urges. But the, the explanation you just gave me is that the the PP goes in. <laughs> just stop me. I'm trying to just say it like birds I'm, and I, bees. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with the you. The PP uh-huh. goes into the, the tata. Right. And then it goes in and it stay there. And that's not sex? That's not sex. There's already something wrong there. They, There's already the, so you're, It's a very fine lip line <laughs> of a difference <laughs> between what you're trying to sell me on. So, well, no, you can't because say that's not sex. In, in the Mormon religion, in the Mormon religion, it's not sex unless there's actual thrusting. So because, You're all just funny. Get the fuck out so, of here. Listen, I don't believe anything else you need to tell me. So, so because they are... Because there is insertion without thrusting is not considered sex now here's my next question because i already called bullshit on the first little part i'm with you yeah the second part who's there to know so besides the woman and the man right Uh so what the priest is gonna be up in the room in between them like like a referee so he got the (laughs) he got the ref suit he got the whistle and as soon as he sees that he's moving too much between the balls and everything (laughs) loud as hell Technical foul. Listen, you're, too much thrusting. Listen, you're asking. This is sex. You're asking questions I do not have the answer to. I'm just here to report my findings. And I'm reporting, observing, and then reporting back. Listen, live. So, so they. In vivo. This is just the information I stumble across during my week. Don't ask me how. I don't know what my algorithms are trying to tell me. But yeah, this is the information I stumble across. Okay. Maybe I need to check who i'm following so i don't find all this weird shit yeah so yeah so, soak it up yeah soak up the information <laughs> have a blast with what you're doing like i don't know how you would even initiate that like hey baby like you know i'm thinking you just just on top of each other like two chameleons not moving like i'm, I'm thinking tonight we could just soak. i don't see you you're not looking at me like tonight just baby there. Let's do something different. I just let's wanna, do something different. You ever heard of soaking? Let's just soak, baby. What? <laughs> yeah, check it out. So get you wet. <laughs> put it in. But I'm not moving. And then that's it. That's I'm it. Just stay there. And not Look, make man. Let's let's. Everybody's right, man. Everybody's right. It's not sex. <laughs> you could do it. You could. Do <laughs> but don't put it out. And in and out. Oh, yeah. And don't put. Don't put it in and out. You can't do that. But well, you put it in and but you can put there. it in and stay there. So, listen, man, I'm not here to judge. Everybody's right. That's gonna be the thing for today. Everybody's right. Okay. I'm, listen, I'm not here to tell you no different. If you like it, I love it. Do your thing, beloved. Everybody's right, man. <sighs> Someone's gonna yell at me for bringing up this wild ass topic, but it's all good. All right, man. No, that's the next excuse now. Oh, I ain't cheated on you. We sold. <laughs> What are you talking about, stupid ass motherfucker? You don't know? Look like, it up. TikTok, motherfucker. Stupid. I didn't do anything. We just soaked. We just soaked. He just put it in. Yeah. And he laid on top of me Ooh. for like a half an hour. Yeah. We didn't do anything. Right What's wrong with you? Why are you, why are you upset? We just soaked. Right, I'm going to go soak right now, then. <laughs> you want to soak? I'm going to soak. Shout out to the Mormons, man. You're all right. Every last you one. I'm going to soak. I'm going to swim. How about that? <laughs> Deep in. I'm gonna go swimming. Deep in. You figure it out. Yeah, I'm going deep in. You can sit there and soak if you want to. Still waters. You're still waters. Run deep. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm sorry for introducing that. I it just had I had to share with you because it was it. That was just a funny um tidbit that a I little tidbit week. right there. I did not know that. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm here. I'm here to try to teach us something new every week, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. You know the facts. The more you know. Big facts. Big facts. Um, local news. Since we um we're here now. Shout out to shout out to the city. Uh, I learned this week that. Um, the Jersey City oh shit I almost dropped my phone the Jersey City educational system is not getting any money because apparently there have been the developers in the city have accumulated let me check the numbers 13 billion in real estate you have to check those numbers yeah Yeah. 13, how many commas I, I lost track it, it was they have accumulated since 2013 so I can't give to the education because they build in right. towers for the new people. Right. So the Arbozo of a mayor introduced this thing when he got in the office called tax abatements. Tax abatements is a process where you don't really have to pay taxes because you're putting property in a particular city. And that allows you not to have to pay any taxes towards education health things things that the city needs right so since 2013 this has been going on and this is why so many developer developments have been going up around the city this is why we have so many high luxury lofts and things like that very crazy around even in the local neighborhood oh yeah they're 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 building it they've been building everywhere so because of this and because of all of the money that the city has accumulated just through real estate and development, the developers don't have to give anything back to the city. And because so, now to cover the cost of all of these years of, of these developers not giving anything to the city, now is being put on the taxpayer. Specifically, if you own a home, more than likely by the end of the year, your property taxes are But the taxpayer is the one that is getting the rent raised because of these big ass buildings anyway it's harder to they're paying more taxes on shit they don't want to or have control over really right. what control do they have over they what have, they're doing the, the, the us as regular degular taxpayers have no control over this because this was the local government allowing the developers to come in and do whatever the fuck they want so now we're we're have to, we have to pay the bill that's like some the education the education they're not sending their kids to these these new people of course they're going to all the private schools yeah. out, of, out of out of town and shit like that so they don't have to worry about why our particular city's education system is severely what do underfunded. you think about a private school versus the public school situation i think that um hmm. i'm a product of public schools mm-hmm. i believe in public schools I believe that public schools offer an experience that can't be replicated in private schools. Um, if you want to send your kids to private schools because you feel like the education is better or the curriculum is better, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But I am, uh, I believe in public schools. Just not even, I believe public schools should be funded properly so they can introduce better curriculums and things like that but just like the social experience of being in a public school learning about different cultures seeing different shades of people you know diversity diversity more understanding it's more understanding like i it's my belief that public schools 
are um especially for like inner city kids like you and i it's essential for us to be in these public spaces to understand how the world works like i, I think i shared this story on here like i went to dickinson high school in jersey city right and my my freshman year was my first experience seeing other cultures outside of Spanish people like mm -hmm. it was you know growing up before I went to high school I knew there was like Puerto Ricans right that's that's I knew okay well there's other people there's another culture which I have Puerto Ricans on my block and then when I got to high school and I was introduced to Dominicans Salvadorians Guatemalans see what each one was like yeah Peru uh, uh, Peruvian, yeah. Peruvian um, Middle Eastern like I, my, my whole world expanded and I'm internally grateful for that because the, my, my four years in high school being exposed to all these different cultures allowed me to understand how to interact with people when I go out into the world uh -huh. like I knew the difference between a Palestinian and a Sikh right, right, right. you I, could tell the difference I could tell right. the difference you could even correct someone else and be like no 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 you got it wrong They're right wrong. right so, so it was it was helpful to me to have that knowledge because you get into the world like I don't feel like you should become an adult and this is your first experience with someone of another culture like that is weird to me and usually with private schools it's one person or one type of group usually white and you might have maybe a sprinkle of like Asian maybe one or two blacks well, well, some Indians here or Middle Easterns here but and there. really mixed up really mixed up right but with public schools it's like that diversity is 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 prevalent mm. it's right there in your quantified. face quantify is yeah. a good word and i but you know because private because private schools are usually attached to a lot of fucking money that's why it's like no 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 we need a we need a private school cuz some fucking celebrity or some rich person is in is donating 50 grand a year to the school it's it's a, it's a system it's all a scam but it's just another way to maintain money and because we're so addicted to the idea of status where it's like even you go out to the workforce and they see some premier private school on your resume they'll look at you differently oh because you went to this i'm using air quotes pristine school i'm going to assume that you're of a high higher quality of character and that's not always true like I know I've encountered people who went to private schools especially when I started working mm. who didn't know shit about shit right they had all of this book knowledge right but ne but not necessarily the street smarts no street smarts right but to to understand how to deal with people of different cultures right and that's where a lot of bullshit starts because this is your first experience dealing with someone of a different culture right learning about someone's history and you're completely ignorant to that type of shit. Mm -hmm. So I think I think man we need to put more emphasis on public schools. Public schools aren't um bottom of the barrel which is often a narrative painted with public schools. And now even more so. <laughs> oh well, yeah, now because if if um especially here, right? our public schools will get a bad rap because it's underfunded and, I, and we talked about this before mm -hmm. but because our
public schools are underfunded, you know, it creates a cycle of, you know, kids being ignored, kids not getting a proper education, and then that allowing them to go into the street and do some bullshit, which perpetuates... Will perpetuates a stereotype of inner city kids, which is not true at all. So, you know, we got a lot of fucking work to do. Shout out to Dennis Febo too. Shout out to Dennis Febo. He's been busy, right? Yeah, he's he, he's been busy because um he has he's been organizing people to um vote yes on abolishing slavery in New Jersey because apparently that's still a thing in 2021. Like slavery is still legal in New Jersey, so he has been organizing all week to get people to vote, so we can start the process to abolish slavery, which is fucking wild to me. But you know, America, what can you do? So, I think in the November elections there should be something on the ballot to where we can vote to abolish slavery. I will provide more details once they become available but yeah slavery is still a thing here it's still legal it's and i'm just baffled that i'm i can say that in 2021 but stranger things have happened what make you a slave (sighs) man that's a good question i mean i would argue to say that we're all slaves (sighs) most of us Wait, wait, ask that again? What is slavery? What did it mean to be a slave? Are you talking, what, like in historical context? Just in general, like, all right, so you're owned by somebody, right? Mm -hmm. So technically, if you owe, like, an extended amount to any company, aren't you enslaved to them? To pay them? That they can hit you up, that they can actually come in your check and take it out, withdraw it without any, and the Federal Reserve, uh, you know, the... Uh, you know, IRA, the IRA at the same time. I think... IRS, excuse me, I said IRA. We've been watching too many Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Irish mob or whatever. I think um, right now, I think slavery has taken on a new definition. It's not, yeah. it's not the... It's not the same as the historical context where I could own someone and make them do whatever I want. I think now, to your point, I think it's more like we are slaves to consumerism. We're slaves indeed, to capitalism. Indeed, ways, right. We're slaves to um, American exceptionalism. Like we're 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 we can. I I feel like we're still slaves to a degree. It's just the the form has changed. We're it not. Definitely, it had to change because too many people were like. Yeah, I think the the historical context of slavery, where you know the whites own black, is that shit is a dub. Like nobody's doing that. But in the same way, it is if these companies that own all this debt are still white people, and a majority of the people that owe them are black and brown and everything else. You know, so and even middle okay, class so too. Then, so. so then that that means it is it's the same word, different. It's just, it took it's taking a different form. Because it's different times. Is it? It's yeah. different times. It's a I, I, era, right. I will. Era. I will agree that um, we're now we're now beholden to a form of digital slavery, mm-hmm. to where we are slaves to social media. We're slaves to our right. phones. We're slaves. So, what does to, it mean to be free? Is my next analytical philosophical question. question. Right. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't Would know. you say that one of the things attributed to freedom is the ability to go wherever you want, whenever you want? I mean, you could, you can go I like to be free, free, and say I want to travel anywhere. And that, but like that's an attri- an attribute to saying I'm a I'm a free person. I could go where I want. Whereas a person who's a slave can't. All right, but but in this but in this context, that for me that still doesn't mean you're free. Even though you can travel wherever you want, Mm. you can travel wherever you want. But guess who's doing the first? Mm. Guess who's calling you on the first for their money? Voting Mm -hmm. to have a say in the construction of this country. Would you or any let's say any country you live in the government? Mm having a say in the way it's run so it's a democracy and you know your vote count that would be a something to say that it is 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 painted as being free right it doesn't always work that way because there's people who can vote and like i don't feel like it helps right and there's also people who manipulate the system to stop people from voting so i don't know if that is a form of there's another word that i can't think of but I don't think that will be considered slavery. I think slavery would be, I think in this context right now in 2021, slavery will be more defined by our, I'm going to say dependency on capitalism, consumerism, things like that. There's different forms. It's different forms. So for your second question of what's being free for the, I think for now though, with your question of what is free i don't think we can be free and in in the context of not being beholden to anything Mm -hmm. because no matter what you can again because you can be free but the bills are not going to stop exactly so it's like you still got to answer to somebody right because i'll go even a step further and just to say that if you have a felony you're a regular old slave right you just you you don't even need to be in in a plantation or prison, because once you have a felony, they brand you right with that your entire life. Right. Any job is gonna ask you that. Any military right. thing is gonna ask you that. Any grants, anything you asking, whoever it is that asking, gonna be like, do you have a felony? And you know that's a determining factor in that. And not only that, you can't vote. Right. And you can't travel. Right. I so th- I think even. I'll take it a step further. I think credit scores are a form of slavery. Absolutely. You owe them, and they can come get it. They'll use the government to come get it. Right, because if you're not at a certain status, you can't qualify for the basic life necessities. As well. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a form of control, which can be attributed to a form of slavery. Bob Marley said, Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our shout, minds. Shout out to Bob Marley. But I think that's, you know what? We getting wild philosophical right now. I'm digging it. I think that's the quest everyone is on to figure out how to be free mentally. And the answer, I believe, is already right in front of them. What's that? What do you think is the answer? The answer is you. Just awareness that you are alive today mm-hmm. because that give you an edge mm-hmm. being above ground is an edge okay so people already one taking that for granted heavily mm-hmm. they're not using their days like they like they got infinite days like right. people wake up like they got infinite days right. and you don't so a lot of it i think is existentialism like 
feeling whether life is worth it for you or not. Because mm-hmm. if people are like, what's the point of it all? Mm-hmm. They're going to act like it sometimes. You know, in whatever they do, whatever the work they do, mm-hmm. they're not going to put that effort. And you could kind of spot these people. They look miserable most of the time. Mm-hmm. They always focus on the negative, you know. Uh, they rather bring other people. They spend more energy bringing people down rather than bringing themselves out of their state. So this is all negative, you know, energy. Whereas, like, you could just be thankful that you made it today. You want to do the best you can. Do good by those next to you. Those who you come across on regular day to day. You know, to be a good person to your society. Because it start there. You so, know? so let me ask them. Do you think being a good person to society could be likened to being free? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. Think about let's say, since we get more philosophical, mm-hmm. a person can be li- can live in a mansion with a mad rooms mm-hmm. and feel like the loneliest person in the world. This is true. And then you got a homeless man who live on the corner, but he feels like the whole world is his home. Like he could go to anywhere in the world and just end up there by hitchhiking. Like nobody could tell a homeless person where not to go as long as somebody could take him there. They get there and that's it. They're at home wherever they are because they're content with what they have. There's different homeless people. You know, there's people that are like on drugs. They can't get out. And then you got people that dead ass want to be there. They don't really, they don't fit in society. They don't, can't get a job. They can't, they don't fit in. I think the root of this debate we're having is perspective. It is perspective. And that's the whole point. But acknowledging the perspective Mm -hmm. so that you respect the opposite perspective you know, like knowing the other spectrum and saying like you know I see things this way right but I respect the person who view it the other way because we don't look down at homeless people we just maybe not understand mm-hmm. the story and we, we help out have, where we, we can we don't have that perspective right we don't have that perspective but you know the story of Buddha says that he was born a prince mm-hmm. and he realized that he was unhappy mm-hmm. so then he became a homeless person and then he realized he was also unhappy so Nobody was Buddha to understand this. Mm-hmm. Nobody was born a prince and knew what it was like to be raised as a prince to your you know, earlier manhood. And then you become a homeless person and live like that for a minute and realize that that's no good either. Mm-hmm. So then what's the purpose of life? And that's the story of Buddha. He realized that what's the purpose? Because these people who are in the street don't know what it was like, but that sucks too. Mm-hmm. I'm never, I never got what I wanted in that world. So life is a, about understanding that you gotta roll the play. But when you don't look inside, mm-hmm. then that's where the depression comes in because you feel like you can't contribute to the world. Mm-hmm. That the world will be fine without you. And a lot of people feel that way. I believe so with suicide and a lot of these things, they just feel like nobody gives a fuck. And it's so far from the truth. But how could anybody give a fuck when you don't give a fuck? So you never gave a fuck about getting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You never tried it because you already your first enemy. You're already telling yourself you can't do it. So, you uh, words or spells. Once you said you can't do it, mm-hmm. your perspective, right? You right, said it, right. but now you won't because you made it a reality. Because you've accepted your reality. You've accepted your perspective. Right. That's your reality. Mm-hmm. But if a stronger person come by and be like, "What's wrong with you? You can sing, or what's wrong with you? You can build, or you can paint," mm-hmm. and they do so in a way that and make and enlighten them. That's the word, enlighten, mm-hmm. because now they. They got a light on something they never knew was there. So enlightenment is awareness of something right. that was that you possessed this whole time, 
but you never really catered to it so you never saw the fruition mm. so all you need is a good teacher somebody that, that's why it's important that we encourage everybody we see because you right. never know when you say those right words to a person that literally never thought they could do it then you trigger them and now you got a whole individual who could change millions of lives right. based off of what he's doing or she's doing <clears throat> and, and to bring a full circle that just makes me reiterate that everyone is right right <laughs> basically you know it more the people that are out there saying these people are wrong those are the negative ones you know, I mean, well, the conspiracy theories too. The, the people who are always talking about what's wrong with the world. It's like, all right, what's the solution, big bro? Right. If you went all this way <laughs> to figure out how everything's fucked up, right. what's the answer then? Right. And that's that's always my question. But I I will say to clarify my statement because there are people who are just outright evil, and that is, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say I think that is also a matter of perspective, because in their mind they're right. You could you could say, yo, murdering this person is wrong, and the other six people are like, fuck you talking about? Right. We wanted to kill this guy for so right. But good and bad is only it's based off of who's in the room. Yeah, it's subjective. Good and bad is subjective. What's good for me could be bad for you. Right, and vice versa. Vice versa. So what's bad for me could be good for me, mm. and I ain't know it. There's the story of the the old man, right? This old man was wealthy, mm -hmm. farmer. He had like three, four sons. You know, in that, that time, this old time, it was a blessing to have all boys. That's how, you know, this era was. Right. They got, he got all the sons, he got horses, cows, all this shit. One day, a bunch of horses just run up in his farm. Mm -hmm. Now he got a, seven new horses. Everybody's like, wow, you're so lucky. You got, it's a blessing. You got these horses. And he goes, maybe. So then they put the horses away. They tie them up. The next day. The son gets on to like try out, break in one of the horses. You start riding out with the horse. The horse jump up. The kid fall, break his arm mm. on the way down. Everybody, oh, they bring the son in. Oh, they tell him, the father, yo, your son broke his arm on the horse that you got yesterday. That's crazy. That's so fucked up. Mm -hmm. He goes, maybe. Next day. The government sent like officials to come in. They went into the town. They said, we're drafting everybody's firstborn you know kid it's a war we gotta go to war we're sending him out he couldn't go because he fucked up his arm perspective so we don't really know shit we just feel a way about it but at the end of the day don't that don't really determine anything and that's what logic is versus you know emotion and impulse right how you feel about things ain't necessarily anything you shouldn't even feed into it mm -hmm. you just roll with it and adapt because tell me about this you got a wolf, a mama wolf with a like little baby mm -hmm. wolves, right? When the mother die, do they stop crying and like just wither and die until nature come? Mm -hmm. No, they keep trying to survive. Some of them might make it. Some of them learn to kill right away. Mm -hmm. They don't feel a way about it. They just adapt. And that's all nature was ever like before man came in and made his rules. So all I'm saying is if we were to follow the way of nature and just allow things to be mm -hmm. instead of feeling and then like committing and saying, this is bad for me. You never know what's good and bad for you. I lost my job for the first time years ago uh -huh. before I said, yo, I'm gonna just start doing music. Uh -huh. You know, but when I, when I lost my job, I was like, damn, this is bad. And then after that, I was like, not a fuck it ain't, I hate this place. I've always hated this place. Perspective. 
Everybody's right. It took a minute, but I had to think <laughs> about it because if I my first emotion was to feel bad. So if I were to just linger on that bad feeling, mm-hmm. it would make me that. That would have been my reality. I mean, well, and to kind of tie it back into one of your original questions, I think with everything you said, being free, just just based off this conversation, being, being free makes me feel like that is also, like everything is perspective. Right. Like what is like what's free to you right. is different from what's free to me, right, right. because our perspectives are different, right. and we often debate on what society deems as free, what society what society deems as right or wrong. But you said it; we really don't know shit at the end of the day. We're all here trying to figure this shit out, and even though some people have been here longer than us and got the um were in position to kind of make the rules so to speak we're all kind of beholden to those rules even though that is still subjective Mm -hmm. because they say you know (laughs) don't steal but if i'm stealing to feed my family perspective you're telling me don't do this Mm -hmm. but i can't do anything to i don't have any other means to feed my family so i have to do this to feed my family am i wrong you're telling me I'm wrong, but in my mind, I'm not wrong because perspective. Right. So I think it for for it to to figure out to determine what's free. Yeah, that's like a completely ind- individual question. Because it's look at you like a bad person. Right. Your family look at you like a hero. Right. Because perspective. And I think that the question of you know what's free. I think this is often debated because everyone has a different perspective. You're gonna, if you ask five people what what being free means to you, you're gonna get five different answers oh, yeah. every single time. Oh yeah, most of the time you might hear financially stable mm-hmm. uh, because these are buzzwords that uh, are in the the world that we live in today. Yeah. Consumerism and selling something, mm-hmm. so you know, uh, pyramid schemes and things like that. They like using these buzzwords financially. Free. But e- but even with that though, right? You can even get even deeper and just be like that is a, a, a matter of indoctrination because that's society telling you if you're financially stable that means you're free america was built that way mm-hmm. to where if you have money you are free you can do whatever you want but they don't tell you to this day to, but to they this don't. day on some shit like honestly what's his name uh <laughs> i mean when you think about it even on social media mm-hmm. you look at Facebook and it's like everybody got the stack on their ear. Mm-hmm. It's in our face every day. But see, that is a that is more indoctrination because that's social media telling you that's what free looks like. Because right. he has a bunch of money he could put to his ear. Right, right. Does it matter where he got it from right. or who he got to get the money it back to? Matter. It's just that he got that. He got, he got it to his, hold of that much money. Yeah, he has this and much he, money in his hand. Of, what did he do? He put it to his ear. Right. Because then he gave it back and said he was very sorry. No, absolutely, absolutely. I um, I I do feel like that is another. That's like a societal thing where it's like they told us that's what being free looks like. Right, and, and you know, and rich using, people don't do that. No, you don't see rich people with the with the money to the ear. They just like they made that much money by accident that right. day. They're like, oh. And and again, everybody's right. Because in their mind, they feel like this is the right thing I should right. be doing. And to each his own. Right. They probably don't knock it, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. 
That was good. That was a good little f- philosophical debate, man. It's very important. Very you know, important. We gotta man. have a clear, you know, idea of things. So like, you know, we are all slaves. And we are all slaves. But the worst thing is being a slave to your own, you know, ideals. That's the worst thing because your ideals should only be like things that'll bring you up and out into a better life, into like that type of entrepreneurship or financial stability whatever you envision whatever mm-hmm. that's what you want your ideals to uplift right if your ideal says you know nobody could do anything then you you kind of wasting your time you just focused on the saying it can't be done right. instead of doing it or just shutting the fuck up that's also free which is free like if you can't do it that's just the one don't that's, say nothing. that's that's the one true free thing <laughs> you can shut the fuck up i don't know nothing i don't need to do nothing that's to say that's nothing. that's being free i don't know I don't know. It is very, it's very, very liberating. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know it's it's freeing as fuck. Yeah. Because it, it puts you in a place where you don't have to defend. You don't have to educate. You can just receive. The serenity prayer. Allow me. How does, how does it yeah, don't, don't fuck up the prayer, bro. Don't fuck up the prayer. Yeah, look that up. Don't fuck up the serenity prayer. I'm not saying it because I don't remember it. Word no, no, word. I do. It's just been a minute. It's been a minute. But I think some. I think a part of it is give me the strength to. No, mind. I'm not even going to play like that. My bad, God. Grant us the serenity mm-hmm. of mind to accept that which we cannot, which cannot be changed. Mm-hmm. Courage to change that which can be changed, mm-hmm. and wisdom to know the one from the other. Mm-hmm. Right. All of these lines grant us the mind to accept that which cannot be changed. Something that you can't change, that you wish could be changed, but you can't change. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to change it. That's as simple as that. I don't know. So that's, I don't know. Liberty right there. It's just saying, yo, if you can't change it, don't worry about it. Right, because I don't know. Courage to change that which can be changed. So what, whatever it is that you know, mm-hmm. you can have control over, mm-hmm. then you know. And you should worry about that. Mm. The wisdom to know one from the other. Mm. Because if you don't know one from the other, you'll never fight the battles. You got to pick your battles. Because people are just ready to fight. Yeah, absolutely. And because they're ready to fight, that it's all about, you know, attention grabbing. The apps and, and you know, whether Takashi is this guy or that guy. Like, who gives a fuck? Takashi don't pay your bills. He don't care whether your kids are doing well mm-hmm. and da da da. He's worried about him, right? Because he got it right, right? Even he, he might it might not look like he, but he's doing him, right? And at the end of the day, that's all everybody's we could right. ever do. Yeah, everybody's right. Just go do you, do you, and don't worry about what the next one do. Fam, that's you know? yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. It's mad freeing. That's that's I I don't know why it just hit me like that just now, but I don't know. It's wow free you know Socrates said they, they used to say Socrates was the wisest man in Athens and shit and they're like oh why is he the wisest man in Athens and he would be like cause nobody knows shit but I'm just the first one to really admit it mm. so all Socrates used to do he never said anything he asked questions and that's the thing I'm, I'm a big I'm a big believer in that right. I, I like to ask a lot of ask questions ask the right questions I like to ask a lot yeah. of questions what good is it you flexing what you know in a statement when you can ask a question and obtain so much? Right. Because it's like, I don't, I know what I know, but even what, what I know, I still question what I know. Right. Because I'm, I don't know if I said it on here. 
I think I said it on another podcast. I just one of my mantras is everyone knows something you don't. So I don't really consider my ex. I don't cause I don't consider myself an expert in anything. I might I might have a little more information than the next man, but that person still might know something that I don't. And I'm always open to that. That's why I have. That's why I enjoy this conversation so much because I can always learn from someone, even if I completely disagree with everything that's coming out of their mouth. When I go back and think about it, I could be like, you know what? I can see why they thought that way. Or oh, I, I can see why we disagreed on this point. Or mm-hmm. oh, I can understand or empathize with their perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even in that, I'm learning because it teaches me, okay, you're not completely right. Again, everybody's right. right. Because it's a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's why I'm, I'm very open to talking with different people. That's why I love hearing different perspectives, even if it might be deemed as ignorant or dumb by societal standards or or not even societal standards but even if they're just saying something completely wrong and obtuse like there's still something in there that i could learn from right even if it's not to say that yeah absolutely you never know who's going to teach you something right a child can teach you some shit right and you thought you knew it all and kids are pure so they have a very simple way of like looking at things Mm -hmm. whereas like the more adult we become we're just used to so many different tactics that it overcomplicates you know i ain't gonna hold you i tried i try to keep that i try to keep that i try to keep that perspective of like what would a kid say because like you said this is so pure there's no overthinking there's no sat words to explain all this big ass Mm -hmm. you know i mean like i tried to look at things very i tried to simplify things because for me it's just easier to be like you know, this is this, or this is that. And of course we have all these words and definitions to, to more to explain what things mean more. Of course that's necessary. But for me to better receive a conversation or better receive inflammation, I, I'm, I often just simplify it. Even if we come in here, we talk about all of these complex as political shit, tax abatements and all this other wild shit right. I just break it down into a simplistic way because it's easier for everyone to digest right and no, there's no knock to all the intellectuals using all those big ass SET words shout out to you because you're right but <laughs> but for me yeah I just I like to keep it simple stupid you know I'm saying I learned that in like fifth grade Einstein always said you could be a master at something mm-hmm but if you can't explain what you do simply, mm-hmm. like you would to a child, mm-hmm. you don't understand it that well. Right. And that's a, that's a, I can 1000% agree with that. Because it's people who are experts, I'm using air quotes. And they, bro, do you know layman's? Can you explain it right. in layman's right. terms? Like, like, talk to me like I'm five. Right. You and over here is the fucking hip bone connected to the bottom. <laughs> what are you talking? Bro, just act like I understand. You know, break it down simple. Right. And, and that, Einstein always said that. You know, he's one of the smartest people that they knew. And, you know. And it's for me, that is a, that's for me. This is 4K speaking. I feel like that is a sign of high intelligence. Mm-hmm. When you can take something that complicated and explain it to a five-year-old. Exactly. And they're like, oh, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, I get that. That's completely fine. Okay. So shout out to all of my highly intellectual people who can do that because that's a very undervalued skill 
because we're, we're we get so caught up in trying to sound smarter than each well, other well, when it's just like fam it's not that serious <laughs> i just want to know what you're talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's all but we have to get into some get into some bullshit really yeah man we um we had a shooting this week where in uh, jersey city no 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 we not in jersey city so last tuesday there was a shooting in atlanta georgia eight people were killed um seven of them were women six of them were asian women two this of them a big shooting two of them were white women a 21 year old man by the name of robert aaron long so he's a 21 year old white man walked into an asian spa and shot up the place so that was a very unfortunate event that happened in Atlanta. And interesting, interestingly enough, somehow the media decides to paint this narrative that somehow black people need to stand with Asian people in, the, in light of this massacre. I saw a few headlines sharing this sentiment and it made me scratch my head because first and foremost, a white man shot up a spa, killed six Asian women, two white women. Why isn't the focus on this? My question is who said this? Let's see, NBC News. Why are you saying anything about what people should be doing? Washington Post, CNN. A couple of media outlets started sharing it. What? Why are you saying anything? Like, first of all, news network ain't even those people who are speaking. They're I, reading I, a prompt. I, I brought this up to you because you are very adamant about the media manipulating things, mm-hmm. and this was a very clear example of, of them why, doing how they it. do it. Yeah, right. For sure. Because brazen though, just complete brazen. Brazen. Because even Asian Americans who were like the fuck right like (laughs) what are y'all talking about this has nothing to do with black people and i i i followed this story what a way to blame black people again right and i'm just like (laughs) yo fam wait what we weren't even in the house fam yo bro like a 20 year old a 21 year old white man shot up an asian spa and you're telling me it's black people's fault or you're telling me black people need to stand in solidarity? So, so what are, what are we gonna do about this? We gonna veto them? We gonna stop watching them? What? Like I'm I'm not I I'm think I'm done just criticizing people saying dumb shit. Like I mean like not just just criticizing them because we giving them light at the end of the day. I just, we could say it's bullshit, but no, it is bullshit. But I wanted to bring this up as an example of how the media. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not agitate. God damn it. Why am I blanking so bad today? You know, instigate. That's the word I was looking for. The media instigate instigates bullshit amongst our cultures. But this ain't even instigating. Instigating is was like, oh, you know, white people and, and Asian people should be out there hugging. That's still dumb. But because it's like, why would you even say that, right? But now you bring it in a whole other a whole other party y'all had nothing 
to, I'm moving something on my desk. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, these people had nothing. Hey, right. let's just see what happens that, now. And that's what they're doing. That's what that's exactly what the media is doing. And we can't hold them accountable. Why why do you know when they say keep my name out your mouth? Right. Why can't it be yo, keep our name out your mouth? Right. And it caused because the media did this, it caused a shitstorm online where some black people were arguing with Asian people, some Asian people was arguing with black people. Because they ready to and I'm the sitting back, ready to say something. Right, and I'm sitting back looking at it like this is what y'all wanted. Exactly. Yeah, I did, exactly. it, and it and it be, it didn't even become, it didn't stay on this white man killing a bunch of people in a spa. It became black people versus Asian. Right, people. they done forgot already what the whole completely thing was about. completely forgot just arguing. They just arguing. Mission accomplished, and everybody's right. Mission accomplished. <laughs> like, I, I, it's. it's you know, and, and and that's why I wanted to bring it up to you because when I read it and I meant to send you the story, I'm like, Frankie been calling this shit for mad long now, mad long now. Cause like we can't, y'all can't even focus enough, and I'm saying y'all, the media, the media can't even focus enough to figure out, not even figure out, cause fuck why he did it, he did it. Y'all need to be reporting the facts as is. It's like an isolated type of incident. Something went wrong. Why was it got to be a cultural right, get this, together? Right. This is not a moment to where we all need to. First of all, because even before that, America doesn't give a fuck about mass shootings. The media doesn't care. The government doesn't care. Mass shootings are going to happen. Breonna Taylor. Why didn't they say, oh, you know, these people, any of the victims, you want to like stain the instance what occurred the event you know what i'm saying and also not even stain misdirect well yeah they definitely misdirecting because that's what the misinformation is really all about right because just by them saying it people are like oh that's information like so right, now i gotta think about who's against me instead because of the news said it. right instead of focusing on this white man shooting killing a bunch of people because that should be the that's what happened shout out to all the barbershops because the barbershops were like the real place to talk the shit mm-hmm. and get the shit out the way mm-hmm. you know we didn't have outlets like podcasts like that back in the day we had you know a group of men in a room mm-hmm. talking about different things and you could literally tune in to whatever you wanted and learn some right, shit right you know and if you call if you say some bullshit in a barbershop they're gonna call you out they're gonna it. call you out and they're gonna bring up the, and everybody got google now mm-hmm. so it could be settled right then and there but now, you know, podcast is really like the way to get a lot of information quickly. And um, it really relies on the, the, the people. Mm-hmm. You know, me and you, we have our way of dissecting the truth, you mm-hmm. know, out of a circumstance. And in this case, you know, we've talked enough to know the tactics that yeah, and we it's discuss like, these tactics. And it's like the, the, the media uses the same fucking tactics all the time. They don't try to implement anything new they don't try to switch it up they do the same shit all of the time and i'm i'm i will say i am happy because i did see a lot of people say yo this is bullshit right online right? online like a lot of people will be like yo y'all are y'all are trying to start a fight between us right but how many of those are between the people that aren't taking it that way the ones that are taking it offensively there of course i mean they're going to be few people, far in between right. the, the real ones who are and that's the thing the ones that realize that 
are woke. I hate that word, but I but, understand. But, but we hate the word because everybody uses it, but this is what it's used before. Right. People who are awoke or woke are awake. If you're awake, you're aware. If you're aware, then you're conscious. Mm-hmm. If you're conscious, then you already see it coming. Mm-hmm. You know, so we already know what's fact from fiction. Mm-hmm. And with this case, is is a remember I said you don't believe in the devil. That's his biggest trick because mm-hmm. now he could attack you from any of the sins. Right. If you drink too much, boom, he gonna get you that way. You smoke, you do drugs, he gonna get you that way. Mm-hmm. You like you lust over women, he gonna get you that way. Mm-hmm. With the media, the devil is really the one percent that owns all of them. Right. And how could we hold? all these people accountable right we can't because it's a group of people it's like bob said that oh the the you know the elite didn't have him say that they did though because he's a puppet right he's just blah 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 reading whatever's on the, the mm-hmm. prompter but at the end of the day it's one percent if you look at all the people that own fox cnn yeah it's, it's, a, hand, yeah, it's a handful of people right but they just say yo you can air this don't air this and then they're gonna be like we're gonna collectively think about it like oh Fox is fucking Facebook, MSNBC's fucking uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. but it's all owned by the same account. Right. So everything that they post is gonna be co- cohesive, mm-hmm. it's the same, and it's meant to start an argument. It's it's meant to disengage and also uh, divide and, and conquer. And and they conquer us without dividing us first. No, they they have been dividing us, and I think that's why. And I think they've been doing it so much. I think that's why so many people are getting hip to the fact, like y'all, this is bullshit, right. because this is something that had nothing to do with another party or another community, right. which I turned it into that to try to start some type of online beef, to try to sow seed, to, to try to plant seeds of dissent within communities so maybe if you sow enough then you'll have a black person shoot an asian person and now you got a real story because you've been telling people exactly. oh look yeah yeah, yeah. see we were valid in saying it it was coming right right so and, but and they but created it. it technically that's the same thing with biggie and tupac mm-hmm. y'all killed biggie and tupac right for saying this whole east coast west coast shit y'all said it was an east coast beef with west coast you said it right and that's what got these two legends killed because of your hearsay mm-hmm you know, so that they, they it's the same tactic, just sowing seeds of dissent. So eventually something will happen to where, like you said, they could be like, Look, we was right. We told y'all it was coming. And it's all bullshit. They're just doing this to keep their clicks up, to keep right. money flowing in their pockets. And it's all bullshit. And it's a numbers game because see, me and you might not fall into that trap, but there's still ten thousand people who are. You know, maybe in but our city and shit and they how, all believe that. However, there's another side of this argument that I want to bring up, right? This this conversation, well, this event happening with the, the media um, trying to blame black people for the tragedy that happened in Atlanta, it made me think of inclusion, right? And this is more towards media than, than, than any particular group of people. Like, I fuck with everybody. But I, I realized when all of this happened, like, black people are the vehicle that the media uses to push any agenda that they want right they will use black people's plight our trauma our tragedy to push any other narrative that may happen and what happens is 
they lump us all in together but like oh well black people have this struggle so everyone's gonna go to black people's struggle and then it transforms into something else and then black people are pushed into the back burner that makes me have a problem with inclusion <clears throat> because for me for inclusion to be pure we all need to understand our perspectives we all need to understand our different perspectives and that doesn't always happen when the media is trying to force inclusion on our society without not without really understanding what that means it becomes oh well look we got a black person on tv he has a white wife or we have a a a, a gay latina person and they have a fucking asian significant other like look we're we're showing different forms of people but that's not what real inclusion looks like you're just put you're just what's the word i'm looking for you're just placing people in different scenarios to have a, a an illusion of diversity to have an illusion of of inclusion all, all skin folk ain't him folk. right so just because you got him up there he's a pawn right He's just supposed to stand there. Right. Like, hey, we're all good. Right. What are you talking and about? they use that person like, hey, look, we're being inclusive. No, the fuck you're not. And I have a problem with that because there are instances where they try to push, the media will try to push inclusion. And I made this point online. I'm saying, you know, they try to push black people to be inclusive of everybody. That doesn't always work in the reverse. I can't just walk into a na- an Asian neighborhood and this is, I'm just using this as an example. I have nothing against Asian people. I can't walk into an Asian neighborhood and be embraced like I would if they walked into our neighborhood. Because, you know, we from the hood. If you were around us long enough, you're part of us. That doesn't always happen in other cultures. I'm not saying that it never happens, but it's not as frequent as it would in the black community. And that makes me believe, like, yeah, I don't really understand. The media doesn't understand how inclusion works. Because if you did, you will understand that there are other cultures who like our music, who like how we dress, like how we talk, but want nothing to do with us. So if you really understood how inclusion worked, you would identify those parameters and realize, okay, I can't just force this on people. We need to really understand how this thing works. So I'm 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 hip to the media's game, man. And I'm and I and I like to say these things and share these stories because I want everyone to kinda understand the game that's being played. Work. I want people to understand that there is a a, um, a high level chess game being played with us. Mm. Oh At, yeah. yeah. It's chess, that ain't checkers. Yeah, yeah. So I and and this this um this mass shooting was another example of that. And then they tried to say that the, the the shooter had a fucking sex addiction or some shit. Or he was like obsessed with Asian women. That's why he shot up a spa. It, it was just a bunch of weird shit. I say all that to say, fuck him. Um, I hope he gets smoked in jail. Fuck him. Um, RIP to the, the people who lost their lives condolences to the, to the family and friends of all of those people who lost their lives don't fall for the bullshit bro don't fall for the bullshit they want us arguing with each other they want us yelling at each other like i even saw a troll start a, a, a asian lives matter hashtag 
just to try to start some shit. Like, fam, they know no limits, bro. None whatsoever. They disrespect. They disrespect their own people. Yeah. Why well, can't it just be like, uh, you know, help this family, this Asian family? You know what I mean? Yeah. Would, like that should have been the focus. That absolutely should have been a focus. Like you guys are just waiting to have a chance to speak. Right. That's all it is. You don't actually give a fuck. So when it comes to these, you know, like what you said, being inclusive, mm-hmm. the way to combat that is to G check them. Oh, you one of us? Everybody on social media need to start asking them questions. Right. And I expect the same out of someone like come out your house. Let's see what you gotta say. Like I I, I, I respect people G checking each other when they try to appropriate other cultures. Like I saw a video of a a woman from Dubai checking some black girl because she was wearing like the 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 Hijab Hijab Or the The the, assort, the Whatever that is mm-hmm. I'm like I can't Forgive me I can't remember the word Right now But She checked her on it mm. Like this Our culture is not a costume And that mm. type of shit And I was like Good Right Everyone should be doing that she With their culture She was using it as a As a fashion statement Yeah the black girl Was in the picture And she was dressed like One of them And then the girl Was like Kind of commenting on the video. Well, she made a video to in, in response to her, the black girl's video. Mm-hmm. It was like our culture is not a costume. Because, mm-hmm. and she was absolutely correct. She was like, if someone try to appropriate black culture, y'all will be trying to cancel them. And I was hey, like, listen. you know what? Hey, listen. You right. Hey, listen. If you're walking around with a red bandana hanging out your pocket, what happens? What's gonna happen? Somebody's going to check you. Somebody's going to check. And try Back to figure real quick. And try to figure out why are you wearing that flag? What is that? What you got that? What does that mean to you? Are you a biker? What does this flag mean? What does it mean? Because it's hanging on the appropriate side. Right. So, so I have more questions. Do you know what you are representing right now? Right. Because I'm one of them. Right. So I'm, now we flagging, right? <laughs> You're letting me know you about that. So now we're having this discussion. Why are you running? Right. <laughs> right. There's no reason because right. I have questions. There's right. no reason for you to be scared for your life. But, yeah, shout out to, you know, I think inclusion is holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. So if we if you want to be inclusive, you need to be aware of your own bias, your own privileges and things of that nature. But again, everybody's right. Everybody's fucking right, man. Um, Speaking of the media. So Biden tripped up the stairs going in the Air Force One. Right. This was a, 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 a story for some reason. Wow. So, I just wanted. Is he to, okay? He's fine. So what the fuck? But that was a story, like for 24 hours, like oh Biden trips up the stairs. Is he alright? Is his mental health and da 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 da? Is he? I'm like fam, he tripped. He tripped. Who fucking cares? Next. Next. Um, I'm gonna save, cause I want to slander Dr. Boyce Watkins, but I'm gonna save that. That's that's cause I really want to deep dive into that. So I'm gonna save that topic. Um. I guess we can. What will we at? How long are we running? Um, like we. An hour fifteen. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of wanna. I wanna talk about music for a little bit. Um. Okay, bear with me, right? Okay, so there's a bunch of music came out, and I feel conflicted. Okay. So Justin Bieber put out an album. Justice. Right. He has a song on there called Peaches, which is fucking fire. Mm. Fire. Mm. It's with Daniel Caesar and um, 
who else is on here? Hold on, let me see. With Daniel Caesar and uh, I think it's Jivion. Jivion is a new R&B artist. But I'm conflicted because, you know, people look at Justin Bieber wild because he said the N-word when he was like 13 or some shit like that, right? I'm aware of that. Well, But this song is fucking fire. But, I mean, we also are aware that a lot of people said the N-word in right, the city right, at a certain point. Right, right, right. He was a little kid. If it was cool around the 80 friends he had at the time, how could he know better? That's because that's that's people slack with certain things. You got two types of people. People who know better. Right. And you look at them and you be like, you should know better. Right. right? If you don't, then I'm going to learn you today. But you got the ones who know better and the ones who don't know better. Forgive the ones who don't know better and just let them know. And he he never did it again. He never right. did no fuck shit. Right. He he didn't. He didn't. But you know, unfortunately, some people hold on to that. Like there's no room for grace. So even if you did some bullshit at 13, people are still holding holding you to whatever. Same for R. Kelly. <sighs> Since we on the topic, that's that's a different type of circumstance, though. Wow. There's a lot of there's a lot of circumstances that I could keep bringing up all day till I'm blue in the face. Like, there's a lot of shit. But see, all right, but see, I, I'm not rolling with the R. Kelly point because no, no, he no. Was, but I'm just saying though, you know, if people let him slide for a long, oh yeah, time, absolutely. That's what I'm saying, absolutely. That's what I'm, all I'm saying in his defense is that he did that. We let him slide for years. Yeah, that's true. He did. He got caught all the way out there. We right. some people still letting him slide. This is true. Yeah. So you telling me that this kid when he was young, a grown man, he ain't supposed to know better? The one who should know better. Right. Y'all forgive the one who's supposed and to know. And then the better. little kid, you going to hold him accountable to the end of his days. So why are you angry about felonies then? Mm. Why are you angry that you got to wear a scarlet letter? Yo, think. That's all I'm saying. Be fair. Like you don't stop judging people based off of color and all of that. Judge them by what they do and get to know them if you're going to talk. Right. Get to know them if you're going to talk because you could just ignore ignorance. You could just be like, oh, I don't fuck with that person and da da da. But he's an artist. He makes music. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about the music. Right. Uh, he ain't used the N word in a song and, no. and none of that. It was a video that surfaced of him using the N word. You know, he's a kid. Yeah. There's and, a lot and, of people who use the N word and we let them slide. Right. And it's just like I understand people's hesitance with, you know, forgiving Justin Bieber for his past actions. I'm, I understand that because to some people, that's a hard stop. No matter how they may have evolved later on in their life, they're always going to bring up. It's because of how he looked. Yeah, he looked wh- like the whitest of the white. Yeah, he's a white kid. He looked like the whitest yeah, he's, of the he white. Looks like, he looks like a, a, like a surfer white boy. Right. So it's like, whoa. You're right. Not even, you don't even look like you could be mixed. Get a, you don't right. Know, be right. easy with that. Right. And it's like, for me, I'm kind of rolling with you where it's like, I don't, I didn't like it, but I try not to judge people too harshly. Like if there was, if this was a pattern of behavior where he was like, he was continuously doing some fuck shit and it's like, all right, well, fuck him. But somebody say you're doing black music be easy bro look man but black music but he and and in his defense he's always said you know i do black music and and it's funny because someone like justin beat justin timberlake kind of the same scenario but he's never but he's always like used his whiteness to kind of distance himself whenever he started being painted as too black. I'm using the air quotes. Mm. 
like even with the Janet Jackson situation, the titty, the titty with him like that fucking Man in the Woods album he put out where he tried to be a country singer or whatever. Like he's even Miley Cyrus did the same thing. Like it, it's a pattern of white artists who do black music getting to a point where it's like, oh, this I, I don't want to be too black. So post let me Malone. post yeah post Malone where they try to distance themselves and be like I don't want to be too black. So let me do some white shit to make every some to make everybody remember I'm right. still white. Right, right, right. But Justin Bieber has always like no matter how poppish she may sound he's always been like yo I do R&B music right so to some degree I have to give him a little bit of grace because he's always like acknowledged that he does a black art form even with his past transgressions he's always been like yo I do black music and this I haven't listened to the whole album yet but this one particular song is just peaches Heat. Check it out. Heat, bro. Check it out. Heat, bro. Also, I want to share with you one of my new favorite songs by an artist by the name of um, Reese Youngin. He is a up-and-coming artist from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He remixed a song called No More Parties. The original artist is Benzino's Daughter. Oh, really? By the name of uh, Corey LeRae. But he has this song. It went viral on Twitter. I'll never forget what Eminem did to Benzino. <laughs> he has a song. He, he has a remix to the No More Parties record. I'm just going to play a little bit of it. God damn it. Ads on YouTube. But why this ad plays? They're like, church announces before yeah. you play. <laughs> <laughs> before you continue any further, sir. Like, this is one of my new favorite songs. Now he 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 went viral because of that. Like you know, people was laughing at him. He was trying to go viral. But if you actually listen to the song, the song's actually fire. Yeah. What is it? What what what's it about? What's it? It's peaches, but no, it's not peaches. It's a different song. Oh, a different joint. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna send it. Who's to that? It's an artist by the name of Reese Young, and I need I need you to uh um I'm gonna send it to you, but. Yeah, it's a, it's a new artist by the name of Reese Youngin. So I just wanted to play that because that's one of my favorite songs out right now. And I just wanted to give that some light because, you know, regardless. Of, yeah, that's the video. And, and regardless of how um, crazy it may sound, uh, the song is fire. Um, also, Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud put out a new project called The Plugs I Met Too. If you know Benny the Butcher, you know this shit is hard. So shout out to Benny the Butcher, shout out to Harry Fraud. 
um, an R&B artist by the name of Joyce Rice put out a project called Overgrown. Super duper groovy. You know, I, I like, you know, I like to uh, get into my, my groovy bag. You know, I support all things groovy. And I really liked it because she has a West Side Gun interlude on there. I, I, I'm a very big supporter of West Side Gun, Griselda, and all of that good shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, man, just check out those projects. Joyce Rice, Benny the Butcher, Justin Bieber. Um, check out uh, uh, Reese Young, Reese Youngin, his No More Parties remix. Also, there is an artist by the name of, there's a female rapper by the name of I Am Dochi. I'm going to sing you this too. She has a song called Spooky Coochie. Now, I know the title might be like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? A little bit. But when I say she's fucking rapping, Mm. she's fucking rapping, bro. Mm. Like, fam. So shout out to, so so, so shout out to um, all of that. Um, I think that's it, bro. You got anything? Yeah, I've been man. listening to music, but I've really just been jumping around. I haven't been uh, peeping anything new. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But it's, it's, it's still a lot of dope music out. Mm. Hopefully, I, I'm going to try to catch the highlights of this verses with Raekwon and Ghostface Killer, see what they were doing. Right. But, yeah, man, there's still a lot of dope music out. And, uh, yeah, man, I think that's it, man. So, in the meantime, in between time, follow showing everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend or tell a motherfucking friend. And perspective for the stress. Because everybody's right. You dig what I'm saying? You already know. Listen, man. Wear your fucking mask. COVID is still out here. Oh, quick your mama joke that I saw online. Mm. So a nine-year-old said to his mother, your mother's so stupid, she studied for a COVID test. Your mother's so stupid. She thought Boys to Men was a daycare center. <laughs> I'm just happy that that your mama Joseph is still alive and well. Your mama's so fast that it was chilly outside. She went to grab a bowl. <laughs> Normalize your mama jokes, man. <laughs> your mama jokes are, are are vital to the essence. They're vital to the culture, man. Shout out to that nine-year-old who who had that COVID test joke because that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you dig? Y'all be safe, man. Wear your fucking mask. Wash your hands. Use a condom. We out.